You are tuned in to Kids in the Pit. Hey guys, it's Gabe from the Kids in the Pit podcast. Today I'm joined by Joe DeNero from the band The The Dead Milkmen. Thanks so much for joining me. Can I ask you some stuff about your career in music? Sure. Okay. So what do you do in The Dead Milkmen? I play the guitar. And I help write songs for them. Cool. So what year did The Dead Milkmen start? How old were you? And are you still an active band? The Dead Milkmen started as a band that played shows in 1983 when I was 20 years old. It was July 1983. So, so yes, we are still active. We took a break, a, about a 13 year break, mm-hmm. starting in so, 95, but then we got together in 2008. Nice. Um, July is coming up in pretty soon so um uh, it's almost exactly 40 years old so good point do you have a favorite dead milkman song i don't really have a favorite song i enjoy playing a, num- a lot of them i enjoy playing the song serrated edge bitchin camaro punk rock girl yep that's the only one i know oh okay so how did you and your band come up with the band name? Like, did you grow up with a milkman delivering milk that died or something? <laughs> no, we did have a early, early when I was way too young to remember, <laughs> there was a milkman. Um, but I came up with a name because I wanted... Even before the band existed, I came up with the idea for the band, and I wanted something that sounded punk, yet also kind of countryfied or rural, or for some reason, I thought Milkmen, yeah. because they're no longer, they don't exist anymore. I called them Dead, and Dead, Dead sound like a good punk band name. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, yeah. I didn't know about the Dead Kennedys yet, but when I did find out about them, I didn't change our name. I said, we're going to stay so, the Dead Milkman. Yeah, because t- um, when I listened to Punk Rock Girl, to me, it sounded like a mixture between like kind of like country-ish, well, um, but also like punk rock. Yeah. Some people call it cow punk. The whole idea behind the the original concept was I wanted it to be like what if folk rock became punk rock so it was like folk punk or punk folk nice so what uh musical things do you do besides the dead milkman I play on my own I play shows that I go under the name Joe Jack Calcum which was my stage name in the dead milkman and I also play with our bass player and a friend named Marshall, we call ourselves Dan Jomar, which is just a conglomeration of our first names, Dan, Joe, and Marshall. Oh, nice. So what was the first punk show you attended, and how old were you? I think I was either 18 or 19. Um, it was in early 1982. 
it was in Philadelphia where I was going to college at the time. Uh, and it was the statistic, the sadistic exploits, autistic behavior, decontrol, the stick men, and maybe another band. I can't remember. And it was at Elks Center, which is like an Elks Lodge in cool. South Philly. <laughs> what are some of your favorite bands to see live? Oh, wow. Um, I love to see the Mega Year. I don't know if you're familiar with them. They're a punk rock band from the Lehigh Valley. Um, they put on a really energetic, fun show. Um, I've seen them a number of times. I could see them forever. I also like to see the Violent Femmes. I first saw them in 1982, no, 1983 in Philly. And every time I've seen them, they are terrific. I've seen them probably half a dozen times. The Dead Milkmen even had the opportunity to play a show with them in Arizona. Oh, nice. So those are, those are probably my two favorites, but you know, I love to see shows. So what is your favorite place you've toured in and what's the most obscure place you've toured in? Probably my favorite is New York City. I just love the energy there. I also like Los Angeles and pretty much I like anywhere we're playing a show, but I always, I always remember getting excited when we travel from Philly to New York City and just coming into the city, especially when it's in Manhattan. Although these days we play in Brooklyn a lot more than Manhattan, but that was always exciting to me in my young days. I'll probably say New York City rather over Los Angeles because it's closer and we play there more often. But Los Angeles has a lot of uh, energy and excitement to it too. Cool. Okay. So what was the what's the most obscure place you've toured in? Probably the state of Alaska. Um, hmm. Any, yeah. I played about eight shows in Alaska as a solo artist with a pickup band. Um, and that's just such an out-of-the-way place to get to. I mean, we flew in. Uh, there's only two-lane roads and travel for 10 hours to get to the next city. <laughs> Oh, wow. Just nothing much in between, it seems. So I would, and we were very well appreciated because not that many bands from the mainland come there, they tell us. Yeah, I um, really want to go to Alaska. So. Oh, you should definitely go to Alaska. Yeah. See the glaciers. It's it's beautiful there. But mm -hmm. I would say that's the most obscure. I wouldn't want to go in the winter, though, because. And no, and, I, and we went in uh, July. Okay, yeah. The days were very long. And it's strange to come out of a come out of a bar at two in the morning and see people playing volleyball in the sun. That's another weird thing. <laughs> yeah. In um, the winter, in the winter, it'll be dark all the time. Mm-hmm. Because it's so north. Yeah, because it's so north. Mm-hmm. So, do you have any crazy tour stories you want to share? Hmm. And. This happened, I think, in 1992 in Arizona while we were on our way from one show to another in Arizona. I think we were going going from Tucson to uh, Phoenix or something. Not very far. They're they're pretty close. Um, 
as we are drive turning into our the hotel we are booked at, we got pulled over by the police. And it wasn't just one car, it was a bunch of cars uh surrounding our van. We are in uh in our brown tan van. And they had I was asleep. I got woken up uh by someone in the van saying we gotta we're we're being arrested. <laughs> and they had the police had the van surrounded and they had uh people at gunpoint pointed at us and they had us on a megaphone, uh, one of the police officers gave us instructions to come out of the van one at a time, starting with the person in the passenger seat. Well, the, they got the driver and then the passenger seat. And each person came out of the van and had to turn around with their hands up in the air. And then they would get handcuffed. And when it came to me, I was the last person out. They apparently didn't have any handcuffs anymore. So they put me in the back of one of the squad cars and I was just, I didn't understand what, like, couldn't understand why we were being detained or arrested, but I started to hear things on the radio in the squad car and started to put things together that they were looking for somebody who stole a bunch of TVs and they were in a van and that they, they, I guess there it was a mistake. It was definitely a case of mistaken identity. So I stopped panicking so much and eventually it all got sorted out, but it was just yeah. something <laughs> that I never had a gun pointed at me before that <laughs> by the police. Yeah. And was... Dave, Dave, when he when he turned when he did his little turnaround, he did a little dance. And I thought that was crazy of him and I asked him later on why he did that and he said oh well they couldn't do anything to me what could they do what are they going to do shoot us yeah <laughs> this, was, this was back in the early 90s these days I would definitely not dance around I would not do anything funny if the police had guns at me mm -hmm. yeah that's a really scary story wow <laughs> and crazy <laughs> yeah so what is your favorite type of food from another country favorite type of <laughs> Ooh, uh, the Philippines. I like chicken ad adobo. Have you ever had that? Uh, no. Adobo. Um, it's like chicken thighs bo boiled in uh, like soy sauce and vinegar and served over rice. It's really, really good. And pepper, a lot of pepper. Cool. Yeah, I'll have to try it. Yeah. It's really easy to make and delicious. Cool. So, what was your favorite TV show and movie when you were my age? And how old are you? Uh, 11. So, I would have been in sixth grade. And when I was in sixth grade, I really liked Saturday nights. Uh, I would watch... TV from 8 o'clock to 11 o'clock. I have to stay up late. My favorite show on the Saturday night, and it will all be on the same channel, and it started off with All in the Family, I think. But the show I liked the best was called The Bob Newhart Show. And there are two different Bob Newhart shows, but this is the one where Bob Newhart is a psychologist or psychiatrist. I forget which one. But he did bits where he would talk on the phone, and you wouldn't hear the other side of the conversation but there was always something fun it was a funny show i liked it nice 
Have you ever so, seen it? Uh, no, I haven't. <laughs> so, um, would you rather travel to the future or to the past for one day? If you have, uh, and also you have no chance of dying or messing anything up. That's a tough question because I'd like to do both. Because I could travel to the past and settle an argument, mm -hmm. but I also could travel to the future just to find out what's going to happen. So maybe I could do something about it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I could travel to the future and look at the stock market, for example, maybe and see the price of a, uh, a particular stock, is it, is it higher or lower? And then I could make my, I could, if, it, if it's a lot higher than it is when I, right now, I could invest in it. Yeah. And make um, a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. That's smart. So maybe I will say the future. Mm -hmm. So if you could tell your 11 year old self anything at all, what would you tell him? Uh, I would tell him to be true to himself. It's better to be true to yourself rather than to to uh, change yourself to fit in and to be accepted. In the long run, you'll have a happier life that way. And also, treat each other with respect and dignity. Whether you agree, you don't have to agree with everybody you meet, but even if you disagree... Be respectful of each other. Nice. So uh, anything to add before we wrap it up? No, but except thank you for taking the time to talk. Yeah, thanks for being on the show. You're welcome, Gabe. Yeah. So thanks to Joe for joining me today, and thanks to all of you for watching or listening. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel, channel or follow me on Spotify and other streaming platforms. Until next week, bye!